Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle in Ex-Lesbian Podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. Today, I just wanted to talk to you guys about the struggle um, of just living this day-to-day life as a follower of Christ Jesus. I get many um, phone calls, text messages uh, of people who are walking out of homosexuality who feel that tug, that call to walk out of sin. And um, it seems like it's repetitive, the struggles that we all go through, whether you struggle with homosexuality or not. Um, You could struggle with drug addiction, pornography, low self-esteem, depression. Um, You could have financial issues, whatever your thing is, whatever that things, uh, whatever that thing is that holds you down or hold you back, that thing that keeps you from moving forward in Christ Jesus, that things, those, those, those areas in your life where you just feel as though you don't have power to overcome. Maybe you've tried over and over again to try to kick this uh, bad habit, and it just seems to not work. Maybe you feel as though I've, I've, I've tried Christ, and it works for a moment, you know, it works for a week or two, but somewhere along the lines, I end back up at square one, and it's so frustrating. Let me tell you something, you are not alone. I think that we end up looking at other people, and we compare our lives to them. We compare our lives to pastors, we compare our lives to um Instagram stories where people look like they have it all together. Maybe you compare your life to my life and you don't even know what my life looks like. You know, um, you don't know what my life looks like. You just know what I tell you, you know, but you aren't here to see the 90%, you know, and so I really think that there is this, this, this group of people, I mean, a large group of people that have this facade where things appear to be okay, where we put on this front that we're doing good and God is good. We're highly favored, right? And we, we, we praise and worship. We shout God is amazing from the rooftop and we say our affirmations, but somewhere along the line, somewhere at the end of the day, when we're by ourselves in that quiet place, We just are left with our own thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and it just seems to drag us down. They they seem to just drag us down into this familiar pit that we always wind up back at. This familiar pit of loneliness, this familiar pit of depression, this familiar pit of despair and and frustration and anger and and feeling not enough, feeling unworthy, feeling as though it's never going to get better. And there's so many people that keep going around and around this circle. And after all, a lot of people um, just feel like they want to give up feel like this isn't working, so why am I going to keep trying? And I want to let you know that you aren't alone. So many people that I speak to struggle with this. I myself, you know, struggle with certain areas in my life where I just wonder, man, 
is this gonna get better? Is this is this area of my life gonna ever change? Maybe it's a mindset that you have and you're just like, God, I keep giving it to you. I keep doing what I think you want me to do and this mindset never changes. It, it seems to just kind of just stick around. It's always stuck around and I can't seem to find my way free from this from this issue, from this this thing that I struggle with. And so I always tell people the same thing that I remind myself and it's to keep pushing, to keep holding on and to keep following Christ, but it gets tiring, doesn't it? I look at those amazing men and women in the Bible, those amazing men and women who forged on, who who pressed on, who persevered through all of the pain and all of the, 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 the struggle, the depression, the heartache, the turmoil that they were going through, the lack that they endured, maybe, maybe some of them, and we look in the Bible, we see it over and over again. There's some men and women of faith who did not even see that thing that God spoke to them come to pass in their lifetime. But it happened. God does not lie. God does not give us a dream that he doesn't want to fulfill. But then we so, so many times we just start to compare ourselves to other people. And we're just like, man, I'm just not meeting the mark. It's not going to happen because you know what? I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. And I think that we really need to look at these men and women in the Bible who are leading examples of what this journey of faith looks like. And if we look at their life, if we look at their journey, we see setbacks where some of them have tried in their own might to accomplish something. And God said, wait a second, that's not how I plan to do it. And so he pulled them back where God was developing some of their characters he had to change some of their mindsets. And you can see where, where God promised them something. On the inside of their heart, God spoke to them and said, I'm going to do this thing in your life, or I'm going to do this thing on the inside of you. I'm going to change you. I'm going to mold you. I'm going to shape you. And it took years before they saw the promise fulfilled. Because God wasn't just setting them up for this purpose, but there was things on the outside that had to be orchestrated. There was, there was people that were involved in this promise where, where stuff had to be set up so that God can do what he said he's going to do. And patience is something that people had to learn. Are we patient or are we impatient with God? Do we expect God to do everything immediately? We put a timeline and say, God, look, I'm going to compare my life to this other person's life. And it took them two years or I expect for it to happen in, you know, five months, God, because you're God and you're amazing. And so we put this timeline on God and then that timeline passes and we're looking at it five years later in the rearview mirror. And we're just wondering if God even spoke that promise to us or maybe we fashioned it ourselves. And then we begin to critique and diminish 
the promise of God in our life because we don't want to have God of all people fail us. So we say, well, you know what? Maybe that was just me. Maybe that's not for me. Maybe that promise is not for me. Maybe freedom is not for me. Maybe this is just something that I have to deal with in this life. Why do we do that to ourselves? We do it because we don't want to be hurt by the one person who's not supposed to hurt us. We look at our life and other people have let us down. Shoot, we let ourselves down. And so the one person who's supposed to never let us down is God. But when we see things not come to pass, that's a letdown. So we talk ourselves out of the promises. Maybe we don't even allow God to speak to our hearts and our minds for greater things because we don't want to be let down again. And so we find this complacent, mediocre life and we live it, just living day in and day out, not living up to the expectations that God has for us for greater because we don't want to be hurt again. Because we don't want to be hurt by God. But this never feels right in our spirits, deep down, right? It never just feels right. Because living a life of faith, living a life committed to Jesus Christ it really breaks down the understanding even of him that we've had before maybe we fashioned Jesus God to be a specific type of person right and and we just think that this is how he's going to operate in our life and this is how he's going to change us as this is how he's going to mold us and this is how long it's going to take right and so we we hold him up to this human standard and that's not what God has called us to do so he says I'm going to take you through this journey of understanding who I am and understanding who you are So God has to develop in us, not only our character, but he has to also change our mindset. And then on top of that, he has to really show us, give us an understanding of who he is. And sometimes understanding who God is, is disappointing to us to a degree. Because things aren't going to happen the way we want them to happen. I've said this before, when, when God told me, that living a lifestyle of homosexuality was not what he had for me and that it was sin and he had something better for me, I expected better to come immediately. How many of you guys feel that way? Like you expected that better. You expected that breakthrough, that that thing that you've been crying out to God for. You've been expecting it to come immediately, but eight years later, 
you look back and you just say, I didn't think it was going to turn out this way. Like, I'm growing as a person, yes. My character is totally changing, yes. Being changed from the inside out, I see it. But there's some stuff that I really want to change on the outside, right? There's some relationships that I wanted to uh, change on the outside. There's jobs and there's, there's businesses and there's other things that I expected to be done a long time ago. And it's frustrating. But God really wants to change our character. He wants us to be able to be in a position to where we say, God, I am grateful that you're changing me. I'm grateful that you're building up my integrity and my character, and it's not about the stuff. It's not about the house. It's not about the money. It's not about the relationship I don't have. It's not about the relationships I wish to change. It's not about the stuff. It's about the inward change that you're doing on the inside of me and that light that you've put on the inside of me shining out and me reaching out to other people, helping them to find you. But if we look at the culture that we live in, this culture to where it's all about money, it's all about having things, it's all about um, uh, being married. My God, no one, no one wants to be single. I don't know anyone that is truly just like, yeah, I totally want to be single for the rest of my life, right? Why, why, why is this? We live in a culture to where it's like, oh, well, if you aren't married, something's wrong with you. If you don't have a, a good career, right, a, a worthy career compared to societal standards, then something's going on. And so we're trying to attain these things that are the standards of society, but not God's standards. And God wants to adjust that stuff. So following Christ, it is the best thing that we could ever do because our character changes. We begin to have the mind of Christ. We begin to be selfless instead of selfish. A lot of bad habits that we've had begin to just, you know, turn around and we don't desire those things anymore, right? We have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding on the inside of us. We have a peace that the world cannot give and the world can't take away. But we, ha we also have to let go of what we thought this life was going to look like. And that is something that is so difficult for many. It's so difficult to hold yourself to the standard of Christ and let go of the standard of the world that we've always strived for. So many people come to me and one of their first things that they discuss is, well, I don't know how I could be married to the opposite sex. Why is being married to the opposite sex the first thing we think of when we're talking about walking away from sin, specifically homosexuality? Because it's a standard. 
well, we got to get married and have kids, right? We got to get the car and the nice, uh, you know, the nice four bedroom house, all that stuff. So if I'm not doing it with the same sex, I got to do it with the opposite sex. So that's the first thing that we think of. I don't know how I could see myself being married to or intimate with the opposite sex. Our mindsets have to change. If we struggle with uh, drugs and, and, and alcohol abuse, right, we have to get out of that mindset of, um, man, well, I don't know how I'm going to hang out with my friends, you know, in these places that usually cause me to sin, right? We have to get outside of that and say, you know what, I got to get my mind right when it comes down to um, what it looks like walking with God. And a lot of times it's just saying, you know what, I'm going to focus on God, you growing me as a person, nothing else. All the stuff that's out of my control, I'm not even going to worry about. I'm not even going to think about. I'm going to let you handle that stuff. But I'm going to be okay with the walk, Father God, that's in front of me. My journey. Sometimes we're walking. Sometimes we're jogging. Sometimes we're running, right? And there's sometimes we hurt ourselves and we just stand still for a quick moment, but then we keep on going forward. Our journey cannot be compared to anyone else's journey. Don't do that. The enemy wants you to compare yourself to other people, to Instagrams, to Facebook statuses, other people around you who look like they have it all together and make you feel like you're the only one that's not going to get there. He wants to make you feel like you're nothing if you don't have what the world says you should have. And so it's trying to find your way outside of that. It's trying to find uh, how to be content with you and your relationship with God, becoming who he's called you to be and letting everything else fall into place. I've really gotten into working out, being consistent with working out. Something that I want to do this year is start um, horseback riding lessons, you know, just things that I want to do, you know, as, as uh, a single person. And so there's things that, you know, I'm going to do and I'm not going to wait. I think we do this. We wait till we're married or we're in a relationship to have fun and start our lives. Instead of saying, you know what? This is the perfect time to start my life right now. Well, I have the opportunity to do what I want when I want to do it. Go follow those goals and those dreams that you have. Go to school. Go on trips. Pick up those hobbies. Do the things that you want to do. As you continue to pursue your relationship with Christ Jesus, I hope this edified you. If you're listening to this, um, well, you have to be listening to this on the podcast because I'm not uh, recording it on video, so you won't be able to see this one on YouTube. So please check out my other um, episodes of The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast. Please subscribe and rate it. I love you guys, and I look forward to talking with you again.